the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Free Show, talking about life, relationships, and achieving. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. I just love that song. You know, that song just says so much, doesn't it? And we do need to know who we are, don't we? Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are through God's eyes? Because that's the truth. We don't need to listen to all these people out there saying things that are negative about us. We need to listen to what God says about us, don't we? Today, if you're new, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you've been with me for a while, thank you for that, too. And listen, uh, today we've got a very special show, and I'm very excited that you're here. And it is no coincidence that you're listening to us today. And it's going to be a great, packed show. So hold on, okay? Today I have a pastor with me, and he's been on the show once before. And it's Pastor Bill Jenkins, and I'm going to give you a little background on him just so you can see kind of. And then I'm going to ask him some questions, so just tune in with me. Pastor Bill Jenkins is the founder and senior pastor of the Church of Acts, as well as a television and radio host, rapidly becoming known as an apostle of God with a prophetic voice. He works to release a message of hope to our world with deep spiritual revelation and insight from God's word. Pastor Bill takes the toughest passage of scripture and explains them in a practical and interesting way. That sounds awesome to me. How about you? He is the go-to guy when it comes to understanding biblical numbers and their scriptural significance. A devoted husband and father, his passion is for others to become successful as they apply the principles of Christ. Welcome, Bill, to the show. Well, thank you. It's good to be here today. This guy is sitting like two feet away from the mic, and he's projecting like it's incredible. Usually people are like right on the mic, so it's amazing that you have that projection. Is that Sometimes com- it helps, sometimes it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so before the show started, I asked you to let the listeners know in, in brief what they can expect today on the show. Well, if I was to give you like a one-sentence synopsis, we're going to look at the number 16 and how it will help to lay a foundation for success in your life in 2016. So looking forward, since we're still in 2015, we're going to look forward to see what 2016 has for us. Yeah, lay the foundation, see what it has to say, what the Bible has to offer so that we can be everything that God wants us to be. And I don't know about you, but I want that. Yes, and I want I that do. for every single listener listening. Yep, that's I my heart. Mine too. Yeah. Mine too. So we're in sync there. Yeah. All right. So before we get started, now listeners, we're going to pray right now. And if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. You can pray and have your eyes open. 
So would you just pray for us really quick? Absolutely. Lord, we just thank you for this wonderful day that you have given us. This is the day that you have made, and we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, Lord, for those who have tuned in. We believe there is a divine appointment waiting for them, Lord, from you that can reveal some good things in their life, that can set them up for success, not only at the end of this year, but, Lord, as we begin 2016. We thank you, Lord, for allowing everything that we do to be anointed today, to destroy every yoke, to remove every burden, and to bless people right where they're at. We thank you in advance in Jesus name. Amen. And all God's people said, Amen. So you've written another book. Last time we were together, you talked about 2015. Yeah, 15 was the name of the book. Yes. And now you have a new book. So why don't you just explain that book a little bit? Well, as even with 15, what I do every year with my church is I want to release a word that can help them. I believe that when God wants to give a miracle, when God wants to give a healing, when God wants to do something wonderful, he doesn't give those things without giving a word first. So he gives us a word, and it's what we do with that word that determines the difference between success and failure. So what I like to do is get a word for that coming year. And so this year is no difference. As we end 2015 going to 16, the Lord really had me to study the number 16 and to see what it has to say for our lives. Because I believe God wants to do something. I believe these are the most exciting days that we've ever lived in. I don't care what the news media is trying to convince us and what the enemy wants us to believe. I'm a firm believer that these are exciting days. These are enthusiastic days. These are days when we need to rejoice and know that God is on our side. And if God be for us, it doesn't matter who's against us. So in 2000, I mean, your book 15, what was the word then? Just remind us of that. The word 15, 15 is mentioned 42 times in the Bible, and it revolves around five main themes. It revolves around rest, and it's important to get rest. As a matter of fact, sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is stop, take it easy, rest a little bit, and allow God to replenish that which you've freely given or that was taken from you in trying to help and minister to other people. It also, 15, revolves around addition and extension. You remember the story of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was a king. In his 14th year, he received a dense sentence from the prophet. The prophet said, listen, get your affairs in order. You're about to die. He didn't get mad, upset, didn't get discouraged with God. He simply prayed and moved the heart of God so much that before the prophet who gave that word to Hezekiah got to the middle of the court, God told him, go back, tell Hezekiah that not only are you not going to die in your 14th year as reign, but I'm going to give him a 15-year extension. So 15 revolves around addition and extension. This is a year, there's still plenty of time. Trust me, although we're talking about 16, there's still enough time for God to reveal his plan, for God to bless you and for God to add and extend things in your life. It also revolves around the year of the godsend. John the Baptist came on the scene, according to the Bible, in the 15th year of Tiberius Caesar. And what did John the Baptist do when he came on the scene? Well, he turned the tide. He shifted the momentum. For 400 years, from the end of the old to the beginning of the new, they were known as the dark years. Not because God didn't speak, because people weren't listening. But when John the Baptist came on the scene, he was the voice in the wilderness. He began to change the tide, shift the momentum. So I believe 15 is a year when God is connecting us with people that can help to elevate us and take us to another place that we can never get to on our own. Here's the thing. There's two kinds of people, thorns in the flesh and there's God sins. We've got to get rid of those thorns in the flesh that irritate, agitate, prick us, keep (laughs) us back and hold us from walking into what God has for us. A God sin will help you to find your destiny. A God sin will help you walk in your destiny. And so 15 revolves in part around those things. I don't know about you, listener, but I'm encouraged. Boy, I'm pumped up already, and he hasn't even began. Can you imagine what the show's going to be like as he gets going? He's just getting 
getting started here. So listen, if you're just tuning in now or if you want to share this show, here's what you need to do. You need to go to Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. When you go there, there are six years, I mean six years of radio podcasts. And you can go on there and you can pick by subject matter. You can pick by by person, you know, guests that I've had on, uh, or by date. So just share this show with others, please. Let's just get the word out. Can we do that together? And connect with me by going to that site. You can connect with me. And when you do that, give me your name, your information. And if you have any special prayer requests, if you have a topic that you'd like to be discussed, anything like that, please just connect with me. I'm all about connecting. So would you do that with me, please? Because I want to hear from you. And I listen and I read every single one. Okay? So we're going to get right back to you, Pastor Bill Jenkins. And my first question to you is, what is the new prophetic almanac? What is it? Well, everybody's heard of the old farmer's almanac. And so Mm -hmm. the Lord really put it on my heart. He said, you know what? I want you to create a book. And I want you to make it a yearly publication so that you can give my people information, inspiration, and divine revelation. And so that's really what I have written, is a book to inform you of important dates, keep you aware of what's going on, because I think it's important that Christians are knowledgeable. They know what's happening. They know current events. They know how to talk to people about something other than just the Bible. I think that's important for us to be able to connect with people on a natural level so that it can open up a door for us to be able to minister to them on a spiritual level. And so This yearly prophetic almanac is an opportunity for us to release information, inspiration, divine revelation into their life that can help set every person up if they'll read the words. It's not about a book. It's really not. It's really about a message that God put on my heart to set you up for success. And I don't know about you, but we want to be successful. We want to be significant. Yeah. There's a difference. But we do want to be successful. And uh, the more we do, the more we can do for others. So it's really nice that we can can have this information readily available to us. Absolutely. And here's the thing. If you're alive, if you're breathing, there's a purpose for your life. Absolutely. The devil is not scared because you get up in the morning. Can I be honest with you and tell you the devil isn't even afraid that you go to church? He doesn't care if you have a Bible in your hand or your home. But what he cares about is when you understand your purpose, when you understand why you were born, why you were created, why you're still here? How come all the bad things you did didn't kill you or take you out? How come somebody else didn't take you out and you're still here? When you understand your purpose, I'm telling you, that's the greatest threat to the enemy. So when we begin to find out why we're here, when we begin to find out what our purpose is, that is the enemy's greatest threat and it's our greatest avenue to success. The song was about who you are, and that's what he's talking about right now, is do you understand who you are, why you were created, why God created you? He created you for a specific purpose. Do you know what that is? You know, on a side note, what would you tell them if they're not sure what their purpose is? There's three things. If you don't know what you've been called to do, just sit down and take some time and ask yourself three questions. What do I love? What do I grieve for? And what do I hate? Because whatever you love, that's something that God has given you a passion for. What do you grieve for? What, when was the last time you shed a tear for something other than, you know, something selfish or scratching your vehicle? I mean, have you shed a tear for somebody who's hungry? Have you shed a tear for somebody who is hurting? Have you shed a tear for somebody who is needy? Uh, ask yourself, what do I love? What do I grieve for? And then what do I hate? What bothers me? What motivates me to action? What do I want to change? See, people go to church, and if they don't like something, then they say, well, we're going to go somewhere else. Well, you're never going 
going to find a perfect church. And if you find something in a church that you hate, it might be that God called you there to go in and fix it so you stop hating it and you start loving it. Oh, that's a good message there. We don't have to leave. We can actually maybe be part of the solution. Isn't that amazing to think of that? That's what we need to be. We need to <laughs> quit being you know people that find problems and people that find solutions. solutions. We always look Amen. at things from a negative perspective. And that's what I want to do is bring hope. See, we've got to have faith. I'm a believer in faith. Don't get me wrong. But the prerequisite to faith, according to Hebrews, is hope. Mm-hmm. So the devil wants to steal your hope. If he can get your hope, you can't have faith. That's the Bible said without faith, it's impossible to please God. Faith is the substance of things hoped cool. for. If you don't have any hope, you cannot have any faith. But if you can have a little bit of hope, you have the potential to have a, a great faith that can move heaven. God is not moved by your emotions. He's not moved by your anger. He's not even moved by your tears. I, I'm not, I don't want to be offensive, but he's not even moved by your need. Your need doesn't move God. So you say, what moves him? My faith. Your faith is the only thing that can move the hand of God on your life. Faith the size of a mustard seed. That's really small. That's all you need. You don't need a whole lot. That's That's the thing. Too many people think you need a lot to do something big. You got to start with little. And it's what you do. In my book, I talk about some laws of prosperity. You have to learn. Luke talks about, Luke 16, talks about how we have to do the small things right, and then we get the opportunity to do big things. We also have to do right with what belongs to somebody else before God ever gives us our own. So until you're faithful with what belongs to somebody else, God will never give you something because he cannot trust you. Yes, you do well with little, then you get more. Absolutely. That's a biblical principle that we use at Ecola, we do. Um, So is that uh, one of the fun facts that you were going to bring up? No, that's not the fun facts. That comes from all the chapter 16s. One thing I do is I look at every chapter 16 in the Bible. Oh, that's good. And I give you a little Bible study. And and listen, I don't like dull, dead, and dry. I I don't like boring things. I don't think church ought to be boring. I think church ought to be the most exciting part of your week. We ought to look forward to it. You know, they say Mm -hmm. Disneyland, Disney World, you know, the happiest place on the earth. Hey, it might be, but I think the church ought to be the happiest place. I I think we ought to have fun. I think we ought to, man, it ought to be the highlight of our week. And so, I take you on a journey through every chapter 16 in the Bible, and I'll give you a little Bible study. I'll give you a little nugget. Maybe we'll focus in on a scripture. Maybe we'll focus in on a person, but I'll release a word in your life that I believe can help you, can encourage you, can comfort you, and can be a blessing to you in your life. So what are some of the fun facts concerning the number 16? Well, 16 is everywhere. You know, a lot of times we don't realize, you know, some of these things until we're confronted with a message like this. And then all of a sudden we start seeing it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so 16 is a number that is, is an important number. And I believe it's going to be a visible number to people the closer we get to 2016 and then as we get in to the coming year. But if you just take sports, you know, uh, I'm a big sports guy. I got three boys, love to coach their team. The NFL uh, has 16 regular season games. If you look at the World Cup soccer, the FIFA World Cup soccer, they have 16 teams that end up qualifying for the finals. 16 is the number of teams, get this, that a team must win in order to be crowned a champion in the NBA and in the 
NHL. So whether it be hockey or basketball, they have to win 16 games to be a champion because they have a uh, a four best of seven series. So they have to win four four games in each series, four times four is 16. And I believe this is the year when God is going to crown some champions that have been faithful in the church and been faithful to him. So 16 is the number uh, of pawns in a chess set. Uh, it's uh, in the movies. It's in entertainment. Uh, you remember the movie 16 Candles came out in 1984. 16 was a show on Nickelodeon. 16 was the name of a Polish band. Uh, uh, even Green Day, no doubt, uh, sing songs entitled 16. You remember Sleeping Beauty? Everybody knows the story. A spell was placed on the princess when she reaches her what? 16th birthday that she will prick her finger on a spindle of a spinning wheel and she will die. It's everywhere. So whether it be uh, entertainment, sports, politics. Abraham Lincoln was the 16th president. He was the president during Civil War. He was the one against slavery. He was the one that got things changed around. So look for that connection to come and that God is going to set some people free. So there's a connection to 16 and deliverance. If you've been struggling with a hurt habit or hang up, look for this to be a year when God's going to give you the grace to overcome that, to be able to deal with some of these things. And so those are just a few of the fun facts uh, that I put in my new book. That's awesome, and I'm sure that some listeners listening are really feeling like they're going to be freed this year, and, and I believe they are, based on what you're saying. It's, it's, that's what's going to happen. So we're going to break free of the, these things that have been holding us back and holding us down and having bondage. Absolutely. I, I really believe that this is a year when, you know, Paul said, he, he said, Lord, take this away from me, you know, that this thorn in the flesh, please. And we don't know what it is. It, it isn't specifically identified. If you ask the 100 preachers, you get 100 answers on what that was. It doesn't really matter because we all have our own specific thorn in the flesh, if you will. The key is, is that God didn't remove it from me. Boy, that'll mess you up. You know, that doesn't fit in your good little Christian biblical church box. But he gave him the grace to deal with it, and he gave him the grace to overcome it. And that's what I believe God is going to do. We fight and struggle with so many things in the natural. God is going to help us understand what those spiritual weapons are in 2016 so that we can use them in our arsenal to win against the flesh and win against the enemy. That's an awesome word right now. I, I feel triumphant already. You're listening to the Sue Free Show on our flagship station, KKLA 99.5. Thank you, San Diegans, and thank you all the way up the coast. And you know, with the Internet now, thank you all over the world for listening to the show. And with iHeart and iTunes, it's amazing that we have so much access now. To get this type of message is is. I'm just thank you, God. Thank you, God, and thank you, Pastor Bill Jenkins, for bringing this message to us. So what are some of the important numbers, colors, names we should watch for in this coming year? Well, one thing that I think everybody is going to enjoy if they get a copy of this book is I'm going to talk about 16 prophetic dates. I'm going to give you specific dates for you to write down. You need to be uh, aware on those days of different things that are going to happen on the news in our world in your life. I'm going to talk about movies to watch for. 16 movies. I'm going to give you the month that they're going to be released in. And I believe these movies are going to have some kind of message in it for us. I don't know what it is. That's not my job. I just give you the word and then God, you know, you and God can figure it out from there. I'm going to give you uh, things uh, in this book like the animal of the year. 
I'm going to talk about apes being the animal of the year. You say, Pastor, this is nuts. Is apes even mentioned in the Bible? Here's the answer. Yes. I'm going to give you 16 characteristics of apes, and that's going to help you to apply some of those characteristics so that you can walk in the fullness of what Christ has for you. You know, if you look at an ape, an ape is considered to be intelligent. They mostly feed on plants and vegetables, and apes have great vision. I believe God wants us to be like an ape in 2000. You say, oh, no, he just offended me. I'm not trying to offend you. I want you to understand, this is serious stuff. Apes are in the Bible, and so if they have great vision, maybe God has a message for us. Every word in the Bible is significant. It wasn't put there on accident. It wasn't just put in there to fill in, you know, some space. It was put in there for a reason. It didn't say, you know, uh, uh, another animal. It said an ape. So we're going to be looking at some of these things. We're going to be looking at different words to watch for in 2016. Regions of the world. I have three regions of the world. Southeast Asia. Central Africa and the Pacific Ocean. You say, why? I don't know. I just hear from God and write these things down. But there's three areas to watch for, three regions to watch for. Uh, Tennessee is the 16th state of our union. And so look for Tennessee to be in the forefront some way, some fashion, some form in 2016. Why? Because it's the 16th state. I'm going to talk about the vegetable of the year, the fruit of the spirit of the year, the gift of the spirit. I'm going to give you three biblical characters that you can study for women, you need to study Deborah. Deborah was that woman, and you kind of remind me of her a little bit, you know, because Deborah was that woman who, you know, she was sweet as honey, but she could sting like a bee. Oh, goodness sakes. Right? I mean, you know, all of us, don't we? (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, I don't mean that bad. I mean, you know what? Deborah was was one of the best women of the entire Bible. Okay, well, I feel better now. And so, feel like that's a compliment, because she was sweet as honey, but when she needed to stand up, when she needed to draw the line, when she needed to set boundaries, when she needed to stand up for others in order to help them get their breakthrough, guess what? She did it. She okay. was a fighter. I'll she fought that. for other people, and that's, that's what you do. That's You're a what defender. I do. <laughs> You're a fighter of other people. You're and right. even, uh, I'm going to put in there people to watch for. But you mentioned about colors. Get this. Yeah, One of the main colors, and I put in here four, but aqua, emerald, gold. But the main color for 2016 is going to be white. Now, you go on the Internet. Don't even take my word for it. You just Google color of the year. Just this week, I believe it was Pantene, came out and said the color for 2016 is white. Now, I'm just releasing white this hair? book. Huh? White hair? White. I know Pantene, though. Is that white hair? Like I don't know. I have no idea. Silver hair? Like I, I don't know. They just said every year they come out with the color of the year. Okay, wow. That's and interesting. And so this year they came out with the color being white. Well, I've already declared that in this book. Before this, that Before came it came out. And so That's when prophetic. I saw that, I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, this is crazy. Maybe I am right, and I haven't lost my mind. <laughs> so we're going to be looking at all kinds of great things, interesting things, fun things to help generate and rekindle a fire of God in your life. We will be back with more of the Sue Free Show right after this brief break. And you know what? You don't want to miss the second half. You just don't want to miss it. So stay tuned and hang on to your hats. Hi, Sue Freeze, the termite lady here. It's been my privilege to serve my community for 32 years as owner of E. coli termite and pest control. Family is one of the most important things in my life, so you can imagine my panic when my little boy Tyson stopped breathing for the first time when he was two years old. It was the most terrifying thing I'd ever experienced. In an instant, Tyson had become a statistic. One in eight children in California who suffers from life-threatening asthma. Those of you who listen to my radio show understand that I'm not a victim. I'm a mover, I'm a doer, and I'm a believer. And so I did what I had to do. I set out to find out 
why Tyson was suffering those horrific asthma attacks, and the journey was powerful and illuminating. I learned so much about how asthma attacks can be prevented, how you can make your home a healthier, happier environment, and how you can emerge from challenging situations like this even stronger and more powerful than you ever could imagine. I've shared my family's story in my new book, Learning to Breathe, available now on my website, www.suefreeze.com. If you or someone you love suffers from asthma, this is a book you must read. Please order your copy today. And for more information about effective alternatives to traditional pest control, please call us at Ecola 800-332-2847. We'd love to help you take care of your home and your family too. Learning to Breathe, available now at soupfreeze.com. If you own or run a small business, here's some straight talk. No hype about how you can save up to hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on health benefits, business insurance, and HR issues. A company named SimPolicy can provide A to Z services for your employees to save you countless extra hours of work dealing with benefits, workers' comp, human resources, and business insurance. And they can save you money, improving your bottom line by helping with employee management. How much money? Just log on to SimPolicy.com and quickly fill in your employee census. SimPolicy will analyze your info and suggest ways to improve your employee benefits while reducing expenses so you can run your business and let SimPolicy do the drudge work. Find out more at SimPolicy.com. That's S-I-M-Policy.com. Or call 888-980-8150. 888-980-8150. 888-980-8150. SimPolicy. Your small business resource, a sister company to Montage Insurance Solutions. They're called the stealth bugs of the insect world, termites. Every homeowner's nightmare. But a lot of KKLA listeners don't lose a moment of sleep over termites because of E. coli termite and pest control. They are California's leading ecological alternative termite control company. You see, E. coli gets rid of termites by using family-friendly, poison-free alternatives like Electrogun that seeks out and eliminates the little rascals, microwave process for small areas, and their new E. coli heat using clean, hot air for entire walls. No embarrassing circus tent over your home, no poison gas, no bagging your food, or moving out for a couple of days. E. coli termite and pest control gets rid of termites effectively and quickly. So call E. coli. At 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E. coli, powerful termite and pest control as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. You're listening to The Sue Free Show. Thank you so much, E. coli, Termite and Pest Management Services, and thank you so much, SimPolicy. It's a new sponsor for my show, and I just thank you so much for believing enough in the Sue Free Show to sponsor it, and so thank you so much for that. And Learning to Breathe, the book about asthma, respiratory issues, and just the journey that I had with my son, and, and the passion that I have for that, and the reason why E. coli does what it does. It's because we care about your health, and we want to make sure that we're doing everything and anything we need to do to to take care of the pest and termite problems, but do it as non-invasive as possible. So thank you so much, sponsors, for sponsoring this show. So, Pastor Bill Jenkins, we were back with you, and I am so energized by listening to you. You just, you know, I, I thought I was energetic, but, you, boy, you've got me beat for sure. 
Uh, before we went on break, you said that I was like Deborah, and you said that I was sweet as honey or something, and then uh, sting like a bee, and I was like, whoa. So I'm curious. I, I liked your explanation, and I don't take offense. I think it's actually a compliment, so thank you very much for that, and it's true. Uh, but, okay, so who would you say would be the man for 2016? Well, the man for 2016, now, you know, it would be Mark. You'd have to look at the book of Mark. Read the book of Mark. I'm encouraging you to understand who Mark is. One of the, uh, you know, four Gospels. Read that book. It has 16 chapters in it. It's one of those books that I believe that God has some awesome messages in there for us. And so take some time. You know, you don't have to read through a chapter a day. You don't really have to read through the whole book in a day. Just take some nuggets. Take a portion of scripture. I'd rather you read one scripture a day and get it than read 10 chapters and not get it because it's about getting the information. It's not just about reading it. And so Mark is one of those guys for men that they really need to read and understand who Mark is, what he represented in order for them to to walk in the fullness of what God has. Okay, you also mentioned Elijah. Yes. Now, I like Elijah. Now, my personal preference for Elijah is because he was a prophet who just, you know, he said what, you know, he just wasn't afraid. You know, I mean, what, what, whatever it came to, he was just a real person. And that's what I like. You know, I think even in the political realm right now, we see some of these candidates, they're doing well. And we may not like it, but I'm telling you, the reason they're doing well is because they're authentic. They're being real. They're speaking from the heart and not speaking from some script. And I think that's what people are looking for. They want the authentic. They want the real. They want the genuine. They're tired of synthetic Christianity, and they want authentic Christianity. And I think that's what what Elijah represents. He was authentic. He was who he was. If you liked him, good. If you didn't like him, he was so okay with himself. He was all right whether you gave him applause or not. And so I love that kind of attitude that seeks to please God more than please man. We all should be doing that. Absolutely. Absolutely. We can't go wrong doing that. All right. So what is the prophetic plan for 2016? Well, that's a great question because here's the thing. There's 31,100 verses in the Bible. There are 26 verses that talk about the number 16. And when I laid out those 26 references to the number 16, I saw that it had a fourfold pattern that revealed the plan of God or revealed what we as people of God, need to focus in on in the coming year. The first thing that I saw was that 16 revolved around marriage and family. So we've got to put an emphasis on where it really matters. So much we spend time with people trying to do things that really doesn't make a difference. And we got to get back to spending time with our children, spending time with our spouses, because whatever we feed will grow, whatever we starve will die. So feed your family. If you look in the Bible and count the 16th time that Noah is mentioned, you will see that in Genesis 7 verse 9, it says, there went in two and two unto Noah into the ark, male and female, as God commanded Noah. That's a direct reference to marriage. It's a direct reference to family. And so God wants us to focus in on the marriage and on the family. And what I do is, whether you're married, whether you're a single mom out there, whether you're a single dad, whatever it may be, I'm giving you a list of questions for you to develop a family mission statement. You've got to have a vision. The Bible says without a vision, the people perish. So I'm going to give you questions on 
what you can do to develop a mission statement for your family and watch it grow, watch it succeed and be all that it can be in 2016. The second thing that the number 16 revolves around when you see it in the Bible is dominion or ruling yourself. We talked about deliverance a couple minutes ago. Well, it's important for us to dominate ourselves and dominate our thoughts instead of allowing ourselves and our thoughts to dominate us. Whatever you think is what you're going to be. Whatever you think is going to determine your destiny. So you've got to make sure that your thoughts do not control you. Take authority over your thoughts. Control your thoughts. I wish I had the power to kill my thoughts, but I don't. But I do have the power to control my thoughts. And so I've got to learn how to have dominion. I've got to learn how to rule myself. Even Nike he has a commercial out that says rule yourself. It's a year. We're going to overcome some things. We're going to gain dominion over some of those hurts, habits, and hangups. We're going to get the victory over some of this stuff that has had dominion over us, and we're going to walk in victory as we put our trust and confidence in God in 2016. The third thing that it revolves around is a maturity or a coming of age. 16 is that key point between childhood and adulthood for a teenager. Sweet 16. It's sweet 16. It's right there in the middle. There's things at 16 you get to do that you haven't been able to do up until that point. But wherever there's great responsibility that is given, there's also great accountability that must be taken into place. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to be talking about my book that the third thing we got to do in 2016 is we got to grow up before we go up. You know, let, let's mature. Let, let's quit acting like babies. Here's the difference between babies and adults. If you've been in a church for any time, here's the litmus test. Adults work. Babies create work. So ask yourself, (laughs) am I a spiritual baby or am I a spiritual adult? By asking yourself, am I working for God or am I creating work for those who are working for God? So I want to teach you how to grow up, how to be mature, how to be everything that God wants you to be in the coming year. And then the fourth thing that it revolves around is love. There are 16 characteristics of love in 1 Corinthians 13. So love is important. And here's the thing. It's about agape love. It's about an unconditional love. It's not about loving people that love you. It's not about loving people that like you. It's not about loving people that are agree with you. It's about loving people if they hate you, because it's the right thing to do. God loves with a perfect love, and that's one thing that we have to learn how to walk in. Regardless of people's views, regardless of what they believe, we've got to learn to love people, even if they're unlovable, and even if they don't love us. So those are the four main things. That's the plan of God. That's the four things that we need to focus in on in 2016, if we're to experience any level of success in our lives. Wow. God loves people, but he hates the sin. Yeah. He doesn't hate the people. No. And sometimes people get mixed up with judgment and mixed up on that on that message. Yeah. And so I'm glad that you cleared that up. And I think it's key because, you know, too often we point the finger at other people. Well, I, I really, the Lord spoke to my heart. and I don't mean to be offensive, but he said, quit trying to scare people and start loving people. Now, you know what? That may shock some of you, but I'm telling you right now, we have got to start loving people because we'll never have an opportunity to bring change. We'll never have an opportunity to tell them about the Lord. We'll never have an opportunity to talk about their goodness until we first deposit some level of love in their lives. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care about them. them. And so love comes first. Yeah. Change happens. You know, I was in a situation where there was a lot of therapy going on and and people needed to feel safe before they could receive what was being given to them. So there has to be safety, which is love. 
Love and safety go together. Sure. They do. And the, the Bible says one of the main scriptures is in uh, 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, where the Bible says, perfect love cast out all, all fear. fear. So wherever there's perfect love, agape love, godly love, that fear is going to be gone. And so that's what we want to do. We don't want to walk in fear. You know, God's not giving us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And it's so hard for some of us to, to love people that, you know, do things that they shouldn't do. But God loves us, and he loved us even when we were sinners. So how dare us be so self-righteous that we cannot be loving and love other people, even if we have to ask God to love others through the power that he gives us. If you can't love somebody in your own strength, that's okay. I understand that. I feel that way towards some people. But then learn to love others as Christ flows through you. And as we uh, draw near to him, he gives us that Yes, through drawing, drawing closer to him. And, and just a side note is uh, fear not is in the Bible 365 times because we address or we face fear every day each and every one of us. We might not want to even admit that, but it's true. And God knows that. And that's why he, he tells us to fear not at least one for each day. So each day of the year. Yeah. We're listening to The Sue Free Show on the flagship station KKLA 99.5. And we are talking to Pastor Bill Jenkins. And we are talking about some amazing things. There are so many golden nuggets here. I'm indexing all of these golden nuggets. But he has this little book in his hand, and he's got his finger in it. And so I know that I can get all of this information out of this book. And I'm sure he's going to promote this book before the end of the show. So I'm sure it's going to become available to all of us that are listening. And we need to share this book with everybody, don't we? So how will this book rekindle my fire for God? Well, it's going to rekindle your fire in that it's going to put your focus back in on the Lord. Whenever we learn to do things God's ways and not our way, we're always going to be successful. What happens is we come to the Lord, we have a fire, we have an energy, we have a passion, and then we get around other people who say they love the Lord and who say they're Christians. And then, you know what? We allow our fire to be dampened. Well, we have to get back to feeding ourselves on the things of God. This is a book, the message of the book. You know, I'm, uh, I want to sell books. Don't get me wrong. But I really want to get the message out because I believe that this message it has greatness in it for you. And if you can just get back to putting your focus in on God, major on the, uh, you know, quit majoring on the minor things in life. You, you let so many little things get to us at times that I, I'm amazed that, you know, we have any healthy people in Christianity sometimes mm -hmm. because we allow the little things to get to us. And I'm a believer that we've got to start focusing in on God. Let's focus in on his word. Let's put the emphasis where it needs to be. When you magnify something, the object doesn't become bigger. It's just your perception of the object becomes bigger. And so what we've got to do is magnify God. Not that God's going to get any bigger because you do it, but your perception of him will. So we don't really have any problems that we can't solve with a change in our perception. So if we can change our perception, we can change every problem we've got in our life. So quit focusing on the problems, focusing on the problem solver. Don't focus it on your mountains, focus it on the mountain remover. Don't focus it on all the questions, focus and on the answer, and his name is Jesus Christ. Love it. That is amazing. <laughs> okay, so tell us about this book. you got to tell us where do they get it, how, well, how would they go about getting the it. The book is available on Amazon. It's okay. on ebook Kindle, Barnes & Noble. You can even get it on eBay. So there's no excuse for you to not get this book. Okay. It, it's a book that's going to help you. The best place to get the book, though, is to go to my website, churchofacts.com. 
Dot org. If you go to churchofacts.org and you order it, I'm going to personally sign and autograph a copy for you. Not that that's a big deal because it really isn't, but you know what? It may be important to some people, and I'll do that as a little extra bonus. But if you'll go to churchofacts.org, you can get a copy of this book. We'll get it shipped out to you immediately. But I believe the message of this book has some themes in it that we really have to focus in on because I believe it's the message of the hour. You'll notice in churches, on radio, on TV, there'll be more people talking about marriage and family, dominion and ruling yourself, growing up, coming of age, maturity. They'll be talking about love. You'll hear it. You don't have to take my word for it. Just notice all of the message because it's, it's a transmitter. It goes up. And so we can pick these things up. They just may not have written a book on it like I did. But these are messages that are in the atmosphere that God is going to allow all of us to grab. This is simply a tool for you to get that's going to help bring greater insight into your life. So go to Amazon, go to eBay, go to eBook Kindle, go to Barnes & Noble, but go to my website, churchofacts.org, and get you a copy of the new Prophetic Almanac for 2016. It's not a really big book, but I, it's full. I, you've been listening to Pastor Bill Jenkins, and uh, you know, if you missed this show, if you did not hear this show from the beginning, I highly recommend that you go to Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. I've never come in at the end of a show and suggested that you go back and listen to this show, but this show is impactful. This show would change your life. If you did what is being mentioned here, I think this book could be very helpful as far as rekindling your fire for God. Maybe you don't even know God. Maybe you don't have that relationship. This book could help you get closer to him along with reading, obviously, the Bible that that was written for you. So what is a spiritual forecast for my state? Everybody's going to want to know. One thing that is awesome about this book, it's 180 pages. And one thing I'll do is I'm going to prophesy to every state. Every state has a scripture. Every, every state has something specifically for you to pray for. But then every state has a specific word. So what state do you want me to give the word for? Well, you said Tennessee. I don't want to do California because everybody that's listening I, that's in California, I want them to get the book. So let's okay. just leave that. Well, one thing that I am prophesying to California is that the rain is going to fall and that this is the beginning. We need that. This is the beginning of the end of the drought. <laughs> that's good. Well, now you're going to find God. out real quickly if I'm true or false. But I'm telling you, the beginning of the end is here. Okay, but you said Tennessee. It's the 16th state. We know what is the vol- yeah, you volunteer that. state. Yeah. And so here's the scripture for the year for Tennessee. It says, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. And we know God is an abundant God. That's not just for Tennessee, but it's mostly for Tennessee. But hey, it's a word. I'm going to take it for me too. But here's the specific word for Tennessee. Now get ready because this is crazy. It says, You are the 16th state and this is your year. Great things will come from Tennessee. Even even from the midst of tragic events. Look for Memphis to be in the national spotlight. Memphis was a city in Egypt in Hosea 9.6. So beware that you don't let Egypt get inside of you. Be in the world, but not of the world. Tennessee will provide a lot of talking points for the national media and will even draw worldwide attention. Look for some of the year's biggest news to come straight from this state. You are a bridge to the north, south, east, and west. I am catapulting you into a position of honor. Take advantage of my favor that rests upon you during this year. Shine, Tennessee, shine. Watch for a sign on June 16, 2016. Study Romans and find some keys that can unlock doors of victory in your life. Okay, so you I'm sure you have the state that you'd like to hear more about it. And in order to get that, guess what? You have to get the book. So, Pastor Bill, can I call you that? 
Yes. Okay. Absolutely. That's what everybody calls me. Pastor Bill. Okay. So you, you said that you go through and you get all the chapter 16s of all the books. Yes. Which one stands out the most? Well, I think the one that stands out to me the most, and I think there's somebody listening right now who really needs to hear this, because my heart is really being stirred to share this. Okay. But I in Job that. chapter 16, it's a great little chapter, but we read how Job responded to the horrible efforts that his friends put into comforting him during his time of trouble. In other words, Job is saying, I'm hurting, you're blaming me, you're saying it's my fault, and you think that everything's going wrong is because of something that I have done wrong, some secret sin. Job said, let's slow down here, and because you don't know how to comfort me, I'm going to show you how to comfort somebody who is really hurting. You know, there's a lot of people that are hurting. I believe there's somebody listening right now. You've you've gone through a loss. You're going through a grieving process, and you can't seem to overcome it. You're getting stuck on one of those levels of grief, and you're not getting to that level where you have accepted what has happened to you. Well, our prayer is that you're going to learn how to accept things. And here's what Job said to his friends, what they could do to help him. That's pretty sad, isn't it? That Job had to tell somebody else how to help him. But Job said in verse three, he said, number one, if you want to help somebody who's hurting, don't talk too much. You know, people, when they're hurting, they don't want to hear a sermon. They don't want to hear what somebody else has to say. You don't talk too much when somebody's hurting. In the last part of verse three, he also says, when somebody's hurting, don't argue, debate, or even try to find an answer to the question, why is this happening to me? Don't do that. When something goes on in your life that you don't understand, quit asking why and start asking what now and so job said don't ask why you know we don't always have the answers and you're going to be searching futilely for something that's never going to find an answer he said third of all learn when someone's hurting to put yourself in their shoes quit being selfish but do it their way not yours help them on their terms and not your terms don't try to help them and say well i did it my way no help them on their level fourth of all he said don't be overly spiritual and try to preach a sermon in verse four he says that he said Don't try to tell me some sermon. I already know the word. There's people that are hurting. You know the word so good. You know the word back and forward. But you just need somebody to just be there. Be quiet and be there if you need them. So Job said, get this, because when you're hurting, we don't always need somebody to preach us a sermon. He said also, don't accuse somebody and criticize them. Don't blame them and act like it's their fault. Don't try to let them believe that the reason they're going through things, because here's the thing, when we go through bad things, we have a tendency to feel guilty ourselves anyway. We don't need somebody to put that out there and to add to what we already feel. And then he said, offer words of encouragement. So just be there and offer some words of encouragement. Just be by their side. So Job 16 is all about how to help the hurting. I know there's a lot of hurting today. And we want you to know we love you. We're praying for you. We're lifting you up. And God doesn't want you to hurt. It's not God's will for you to hurt. And so when we help others, I believe God will help us. But let's help others in God's way, not our way. What came to mind right now is the grieving process, and and everybody goes at their own pace, and you can't rush the the stages. But what you're saying is if you are stuck, maybe it's because you are blaming yourself and you just feel like it's your fault. And, and, you know, we go through what we go through, and we need to learn from our mistakes, and we do learn. Hopefully we learn from our mistakes, but we do need to continue and continue to go through the process. And I tell people tears, time, and talk. I was going to say cry. Tears, (laughs) time, and talk. Three T's right. to overcoming grief. That's very good. I've not heard that before. I know there's seven stages, but I've never heard that before, and so that's really awesome. 
Is there anything else you'd like to share? We're getting down. We're winding down. Well, I'll tell you, I'm just so excited about this book. I'm so excited about the message. I'm proud that, you know, it's in book form, but I'm more proud that God gave me this word to give to others. And so I'm not really trying to sell books as much as I'm trying to get a message that I believe can help other people. That's the desire of my life. That's the call of my life. And so I encourage you to get this book. Go to Amazon, go to eBay, Barnes & Noble, whatever it may be, but go to my website, churchofacts.org. Get this book. I'm telling you, it's going to help you. It's going to change your life. The words are not because of me, but because of God. So get this book, churchofacts.org, the new prophetic almanac, and let God set you up for great things in 2000. And I'm believing right along with you. So if you can't remember any of that, remember Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word.com. And we will have all this information on the website, on this podcast, so you can get this information. And check out the I Ams, and that could help you transform by the renewing of your mind. Thank you so much, and God bless you. This has been the Sue Free Show, sponsored by E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. It's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way. And their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.